Fish B over there on the base. Hi, Fish B. Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back. Glad you're here. Fish B told me something very concerning right before I, uh, I hit record. According to Fish B, it doesn't matter what I do, I'm only as good as my last podcast. And that that's horrifying. Like, like I think some days, like, like I, I, I could handle that reality. Um, I've been in a strange mood like this week, and really probably the better part of a couple weeks now, just, just kind of a roller coaster. Earlier today, I was trying to, like, emotionally calibrate my mood with some music. I listen to music as much as I can. Try, try to listen to more music and read more than I watch TV when I feel up to it, but... Uh, 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 so first, I'm like, oh, what, how are we feeling right now, Roberto? Which is, which is how I refer to myself in the third person when I'm speaking aloud and I'm the only one here with my cat. Uh, so I'm like, what are, what are we going to move for today, Roberto? And uh, I go over, I, I'm like, oh, let's do a bit of while. Old school Metallica, master of puppets, always a winner. So I put on the old school Metallica. And uh, it just didn't feel right. I'm like, no, this is um, uh, it's just, just just not right. It's not it's not it's not emotionally calibrating with my essence, which is the most important thing in everything. I I insist I shan't participate in any activity that does not emotionally calibrate with my essence. I'm sure you understand. So then I went to uh, Julian Baker. You know Julian. She's a, a Man, is she talented. A, a, a singer, songwriter. She, she's like, a, if she's not the queen already, she will be the new queen of melancholia. Just, just brilliant music, but goddamn depressing on a lot of levels. She has uh, uh, sad teenage lesbian angst. Like, like she has that, like, like she has that market, market cornered in a way that... Um, a thousand angry pit bulls couldn't take it. She's she's fantastic. She's she's fantastic. I love I love Julia. Um, but that wasn't right. That that didn't that didn't emotionally calibrate with my essence. Most important thing in the world. Uh, but then I went to uh, and why I'm starting the podcast with this I don't know. Just bear with me. I'm only as good as my last podcast. So I might as well fuck it up from the top and then have some fun after this. Uh, even though I'm having fun now. Uh, 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 what I settled on, because this is very important that you know this, because uh, Metallica, no. Uh, Julian Baker, no. Uh, uh, today's Goldilocks selection came from the year 2016, the uh, brilliant uh, block party record, uh, uh, Hymns. Just, except for that one song with the steel guitar. I could, I could skip that one, but the, but the rest of it is... Uh, it's great. That song, Different Drugs, it's a good one. It's a good one. So Grandpa Joe, or uh, as I'm trying to remember to call him in my head, uh, President Grandpa, not a joke jack, uh, Biden, uh, gave what was supposed to be a big speech. At least it's what the uh, media has built up over, over the last couple days as a, as a big speech. Uh, the only part that really caught my attention, other than the bizarre concert lighting, was... Uh, um, he said he's going to end cancer as we know it. And, and, I, and I didn't know that was on the table. And I also think if you're going to end cancer, end cancer. Don't, 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 don't end cancer 
as we know it. That, that, that is a statement that, that means nothing. nothing. That, that is not truthful hyperbole. It is, it is not puffery. It is just, it is just, uh, it just kind of just exists as just, as just words that sound great, but then you're like, what does that mean? You're like, I'm not sure. Well, like, you know, what used to be a stitches injury will now be a Band-Aid injury. I don't, I don't, I don't end cancer as we know it. Everyone's in, everyone's in favor of that. Like, is, is that what we're voting for in November? Like, is, you know, you, you can choose the Republicans and their extreme MAGA agenda, the MAGists, or, or, or you can come over here and uh, stick with me, uh, Grandpa Not a Joke Jack Biden, and uh, we're going to end cancer. Choice is yours. Choice is yours. You can either dismantle a, a democracy as we know it and say hello to Trump rule for 300 years or, 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 or cure cancer. You know, I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm just, just laying out the options as I, President Grandpa, not a joke Jack Biden, understand these, uh, these options to be. Speech came with a title. It was called. Uh, it was called the Soul of the Nation, and uh, and and he, you know, you, you name these things for for historians. So so historians know they're they're a big deal because when you announce that you know, the cancer is uh, you're going to end it as we know it, <laughs> um, you got to name it something big, something big. For the historians, that's why he's, that's why that, that's why you know John Meacham is a friend of his. He he keeps this shit uh, uh, top of mind. So the soul of the nation, which is a more appropriate title for like a uh, is there an Aretha Franklin like PBS tribute concert like this weekend because that sounds something more like the soul of the nation. But uh, I paid attention to it the best I could. Uh, really, all I got was the cancer part. I know it wasn't that important because, you know, he, he gave the speech this week and this week in America is the week before Labor Day, like, like the end of the week. And the only thing anyone cares about in America right now, for those of you not in America, is Labor Day and or football. Like, like that's it. They, they don't care about, if it was a big deal, this speech, if it was really about the soul of the nation and his ass was curing cancer as we know it, uh, this speech would be next week when people start paying attention. You might notice that I... Uh, I haven't spent a lot of times on the midterms yet, even though there, there's a bunch of races that I find really intriguing that I think are going to be really fun. I don't get too into the, like the daily polls and then the, you know, the, 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 the horse race betting part of it, but there's some races that are really interesting. It should be a, it should be a, a fun ride between a, a, a after Labor Day a, a to Election Day. But apparently Grandpa Joe... Excuse me, apparently President Grandpa, not a jack joke or joke jack. That's too hard. I'll never be able to fucking say that. I can't get that straight in my brain. But attempting to frame the midterms as a choice between Republicans and Democrats and not a referendum on his bike riding, which also probably, you know, makes sense. Uh, the only question I have every time I see President Grandpa Joe, and I'm not even trying the, the rest of that little uh, verbal linguistics or linguistic whatever the fuck. 
Not trying that again. I mean, I'm caliber. If if it was a Metallica like kind of day, or even a Julian Baker kind of day, I I'm confident that that my mouth and mind would cooperate with my soul, and and and, and I would, I, we you know we would calibrate the essence. But since it's a block party day, I'm not gonna. Uh, let's not get cute. But I'm the only one asking or even publicly advocating this position at this point, and. and Maybe that's just because uh, other people are too polite or are concerned about something. I'm not concerned about anything other than my music selections and calibrating them to my essence. Is Grandpa Joe going to resign the day after the midterms? It's the most logical spot. Like, is he going to do it? And if not, what does that mean? Is he seriously, like, is his speech, like, he wasn't all over the place. Like, like, he was, you know, he looked like a guy who took a Ritalin and was locked into a teleprompter. You know, he, 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 seemed, he seemed mentally competent, at least until the, the, the ending cancer as we know it. Did someone write that or did he just ad-lib it? I don't know. Fishby, your research is not as good as your bass playing. Was I talking about something? I don't know. I'm just trying to. I'm just. I'm just a guy trying to trying to calibrate <laughs> his essence. Um, yeah, we'll see if he resigns. Who fucking cares? Moving on. Sorry, that's that's where I was. Um, I saw this on CNN like right before his speech to kind of kind of frame frame their coverage, and I don't know what to think about this. A new poll from Quinnipiac University, a university who's world-renowned for their polling. Some schools, you know, want to be good at sports or or academia or or have like one or or a few specific colleges within that university that really turn out, you know, just world-class at whatever it is they do. Uh, at Quinnipiac University, uh, man, oh man, uh, they find students to run phone banks and they do polling. So congratulations to them. But a new uh, a, a Q poll. Uh, do you think the nation's democracy is in danger of collapse? That was the question. Like, no, no, no nothing else to it. Like, they didn't break it down, Republicans, Democrats. Ju just ask, like, I don't know, a billion uh, uh, voting age Americans. Pretty sure that's their scientific method. Do you think the nation's democracy is in danger of collapse? 67% said yes. 29% said no. And at first, that's alarming. But democracy is, although ours is, is strong, and, and, and the blueprints, the Constitution... The institutions we have in place, they are strong, they are built to maintain, they are built to evolve, they are built to get better over time. I am, uh, although I am uh, uh, confident in, in the future of, of, of democracy, I don't think it, it, it's, it's certainly not in danger of imminent collapse. That said, uh, democracy is fragile, uh, a, a vigilance, uh, is and can be appropriate. Uh, Hypervigilance, 
I I would wait. I would wait on the on the hyper vigilance. I would uh, uh, go with uh, the way I, the way I you know emotionally calibrate. Uh, when people start just j- j- just losing their mind, uh, I like to uh, get a glass, put some ice in it, uh, fill that ice in uh, glass with with bushmills, thus making a bushmills on the rocks my signature cocktail. And uh, and just asking myself and my cat Gladys and uh, and Fish B, can you believe this shit? And then it kind of then it kind of blows over. Like everything is you know the the, the end, and then it, and then it's not, and then the next thing is the end, and then it's not, and and so on and so forth. I have a confession, and I don't know what you're gonna think about me after I tell you this. I don't. I I just don't. This is this is a tough one for me to admit publicly, but such is the such is what I do. Here's my confession, and I know we've talked about it this week. Even though I have two hot dogs in the freezer, and I, and and I thought, and I maybe even swore to you that I would never do it again. That I, that I was getting off this fucking rat race. Uh, I got a grocery delivery today. And I did it again. I fucking did it again. Ten old school uncured Oscar Mayer wieners and eight hot dog buns. So I'm going to have four frozen wieners forever in perpetuity in my freezer for, you know, but maybe that's how you emotionally calibrate, you know? Excuse me, I need to emotionally calibrate. Do you by chance have a frozen wiener in your freezer? As a matter of fact, I do, madame. Step right here. So I'm going to have four frozen wieners, like, in perpetuity. Or, 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 according to my imaginary accountant, who serves very, very, very usefully, um, I'm going to have to go through this trauma twice more than just buy hot dogs, no more, no more wieners, or just buns, just buy buns, and then retire. That's the implicit advice of my cardiologist and imaginary accountant. So I'm almost, I'm almost done. I have another confession before I go. Earlier in the week, I, I, I said, like, I do this thing with my eyes closed. And, that, and that's mostly true. Like, it starts with my eyes closed. But, but then I notice, like, like, after that, I do this weird thing where my eyes kind of, kind of just kind of squint and they go up, but they never focus on anything, right? So, so it's as if uh, my eyes are closed and that's why, uh, you know, th- things are a little herky-jerky at times, but, you know, some, sometimes herky-jerky gets the job done. Am I wrong or am I right? Herky-jerky. Say adios, Fishby. Fishby.